0: Welcome to the Life Launch Podcast. My name is Heather Borsma. I'm a certified life coach who helps social selling mamas create the life and business of their dreams with more heart and less hustle. Wanna learn how? Let's go. Hello and happy new year. It's 2022. Can you believe it? I cannot. We just got back from vacation and we were in Lethbridge to see my husband's family and then we were in Winnipeg to see my family. And while we were in Winnipeg, everyone got sick. My aunt gave it to my mom, who gave it to my daughter, who gave it to my sons, who gave it to my nephews, who gave it to my brother and sister-in-law. And the only person that didn't go down was my husband. I also got sick, but we're back in Vancouver and we are slowly recovering from that stomach flu. It was not the vid, it was stomach flu. Thank goodness. Um, And now I am here in my home office looking out the window at the mountains and the snow-covered rooftops, which is an odd thing in Vancouver, and I'm thinking about the new year. And to be totally honest with you, it's been a bit of a slow start for me because of sickness, but also because when I look at the way that I was setting goals and making New Year's resolutions in the past... I don't feel aligned with that approach anymore, and so today I want to talk about some questions that I'm asking myself as I set some goals for the new year. And the underlying theme of all of these questions is a phrase that my husband and I have been using in our home in the last year, which has some explicit language, so uh, plug your ears if you don't like swear words or if you have kids around, and that is to fuck the shoulds. Because I have spent so much of my life and I have seen so many women around me spending so much of their life making so many decisions based on what they feel they should do. And should is a terrible motivator. It is not full of love and power It is full of obligation and guilt, and I don't want to live that way anymore, and I don't want to see the women I coach and run with and am in relationship with living that way anymore either. And I mean, this applies to men too, but I don't think men live under the weight of should as much as women do. And I'm not sure exactly why that is. I have some ideas, but I'm not really here to talk about all of that today. What I'm here to talk about is if we were to stop shooting ourselves and instead actually think about these questions that I'm going to share with you today, how differently it would cause us to show up in our lives. And not only that we would show up differently, but the results that we get in our lives would look a lot different. So what I want to suggest to you today is that the most powerful way that you can set goals for this next year isn't to look at what everyone else is doing, isn't to look at what you think you should be doing, but to rather ask these three questions. The very first question is, what do you really want? What do you really want? This is something that we don't ask ourselves enough. The reason we don't ask ourselves this question is because I think a lot of us still believe that what we want is selfish, that what we want will lead us into a life of indulgence and selfishness and laziness. If we were to truly lean all the way into what we want, I think some of us fear that we would end up on the couch with a bag of chips watching Netflix, and scrolling on our phones for the rest of our days. I think that our wands are actually a lot more powerful and good than we've been giving them credit for. And there's all kinds of reasons for this. I know for me, growing up in the church, I was taught that I should not listen to what my quote-unquote flesh wanted, because what the flesh wanted was opposite to what the spirit wanted. And what I have come to believe now is that there is this part of us that I would call like our primitive brain, our toddler brain, that in the moment, all it wants is to avoid pain, seek pleasure, and be as efficient as possible. And because of that wiring, if we are to just go with our wants in the moment, we are going to end up living a very selfish life. We're going to end up living in a way that keeps us safe, in a way that keeps us from any discomfort, that keeps us from growth and and really will ultimately not bring great results into our lives. But when I think about what we truly want, I think about the other part of our brain and even our body that is connected to the spirit and that is connected to love and that is connected to goodness and that wants good things and that wants to live the most abundant life possible. And that doesn't really want to just sit on the couch, wants to have adventure and new experiences and make new relationships and have deep connection and experience pleasure. That is the part of our wants that I am inviting you to connect with. To connect with not just what you want in the moment, but what you want to create in your life in the long term. So the very first question that I would ask yourself when you sit down to make your goals for 2022 is what do you really want this year? If you were to look ahead to December 31st and you're sitting on your couch with a glass of champagne reflecting on the year, what do you want to have created in your life? And that can be, you know, external results in your business or your health or your relationships. Maybe you want to hit a certain revenue goal. I know for myself, I'm setting a revenue goal of 500K this year. Yep, half a million dollars. That's what I'm aiming to make this year. It might be an external goal of wanting to work out five days a week or to start finally eating in a way that truly fuels your body or to build a deeper connection in your marriage or in your relationship with your kids. But I also want you to think about what you want internally. And those external goals might even represent what you want internally. So for example, when I say I have a goal of making half a million dollars this year, the internal goal that that represents is I want to grow into the next version of myself. The version of myself that I currently have, it makes about 210 a year. That's what I was able to create in 2021. And I could just stay the way I am now and create that result again pretty easily. I've walked that path. I know kind of the steps I need to take in order to do that. But because I want to grow, because I want to find where my edges and my limits are in terms of my beliefs about myself, my beliefs about God and how good and big he is if I really want to expand my my belief and expand who I am and grow into the next version of myself, then I want to set a goal that will push me (laughs) to my edges and will push me to my limits and will help me to continue to emotionally mature and to become more embodied and all of these things that I, underlying the goal, want even more than the external result. So My question to you is, what do you really want? And maybe you've never even asked yourself this before. Maybe you've never even given voice to what you truly want. And so I want to challenge you to take some time and write out a list of 50 desires that you have. And here's what's going to happen the first 10, 20, maybe even 30 desires are going to be things like, I want to go on a trip here and I want to own this certain kind of car, or I want to build this certain house, it's going to be a lot of external things. But once you get past all those external things, you're gonna to start to see what the desire is underneath all of those things. The desire for growth, the desire for connection, the desire for adventure. And that's where it's gonna get really good and really juicy. And if you can lean into that, then I'm confident this year can be the most exceptional year of your life, regardless of what's going on outside of you, regardless of what happens with the pandemic, regardless of whether your kids are in school or out of school, whether you are going on those trips or canceling them, aside from all of those external things, what you truly want can be created inside of you in this year. There is nothing that can stop you from becoming the next version of yourself. Another way to apply this question is not just when you're setting goals right now, but when you're making decisions moving into the coming weeks and months. When's the last time you asked yourself, what do I really want to do in this situation? And listened to the answer? For example, let's say a friend asks you to help them out with a project. Instead of doing it because you should, instead of doing it out of guilt, instead of doing it to people-please them, ask yourself what you really want. Do you really want to help or not? And be honest with yourself. Don't lie to yourself and say you want to do things that you don't want to do because showing up from that place isn't really the most powerful, loving way for you to show up. The most powerful, loving way for you to show up is to be honest And to say, you know what? I don't want to do that, but here's what I am willing to do. And building that relationship of trust with yourself that when you say yes to something, you're saying yes because it's truly aligned with who you are and what you want to create in your life. So that's question number one. What do you really want? Question number two is what feels fun to you? This is something that I think we really overlook when we are setting goals and when we are making decisions. We have overlooked the power of fun. And you could say what feels fun, you could say what feels pleasurable, what feels amazing, but I like the word fun because it reminds me that life doesn't have to be so serious all the time. I don't have to make everything in my life so high stakes. And the truth is, if we really believe that our identity and our value and our worth are secure, because we exist, we are valuable, if we truly believe that, which I hope that's becoming a baseline for all of us. And if it's not, that's another conversation for another podcast. But if those things are secure and if those things are true about us, then we don't need to make our goals and our decisions based on earning our worth and our value. We can make our decisions based on what actually feels fun An example of this is our family deciding to move to BC for a year. We had been in Manitoba throughout the pandemic and our family loves to travel and we hadn't traveled in two years and we were thinking about how do we get around this? How do we actually create some adventure in our life, some fun in our life? And this opportunity came up for us to move to BC. And it wasn't for work and it wasn't for any specific opportunity. It was just because it felt fun. It's it's something that sounded fun to us. We wanted to live by the ocean. We've always wanted to live close to the mountains so we could take our kids skiing. And it worked out that our businesses were both in a spot where we could go remote with them. And we were able to move here for the year. Moving to a new province for us felt fun. And it doesn't mean that all the things along the way and in between have been fun. And it doesn't mean that living here is always fun. But it was a decision that was aligned with our desires. It was aligned with our passions. It was aligned with our values. It felt fun to us. And I think it reminds us how to return back to that childlikeness that's inside of every single one of us one of my good friends amanda always says that all of our ages live inside of us so we're not just the 38 year old version of ourselves we are the two three four five six and seven year old version of us and all the years in between as well what does that childlike part of you want to do what feels fun to her When is the last time you made a decision because it sounded fun? And again, I'm not just talking about fun in the moment. I'm talking about fun in in what makes you come alive. What makes you just smile without even trying? I know for me, walking down to the ocean every day, which I get to do while living here is fun for me. When I step on that beach and I feel the sand beneath my feet and I hear the waves lapping on the shore, just yesterday uh, after my work day, I took the kids to the beach and they were running down the beach from one end to the other and the sun was setting and it was so simple, but it was so beautiful. And oh gosh, it makes me feel emotional right now because I was watching them and I was just feeling this divine Pleasure. Like, this is what I was created for. I was created for moments like this, where I get to watch my kids running free and healthy and happy on the beach. And if I were to die tomorrow, I would die a happy woman knowing that I pursued my dreams and I pursued my pleasures and I lived my life to the fullest, whatever that looks like for me and whatever that looks like for you. I've been thinking about that a lot lately. Like if I were to die tomorrow, would I have any regrets? Would I, would I feel like I lived my life to the fullest? What am I waiting for? You know, what am I waiting for to give myself permission to just have fun and to live the life that I truly want to live And I'm done waiting. And I hope that you are too. And I hope that what you hear me saying today is that it's time to live. It's time to fully step in and take up the space that you have been given at this time in history. And part of the way that you can do that is by prioritizing what actually feels fun to you and doing that making that decision. Maybe nobody else understands it. Maybe other people think it's impractical or it doesn't make sense to them. They're not living your life. They are not the one that you are going to have to reckon with at the end of your days and ask yourself, did I live the life I really wanted to live? I hope that none of us is laying on our deathbeds thinking, I lived the life that my mom wanted me to live. I lived the life that my my family thought I should live. I lived the life that looked like what I thought everyone else wanted it to be. no. <laughs> No. Life is too short. Live the life that you want to live and make it aligned with your values. And And if your value is for service and generosity and kindness, then live that life. And, and what feels fun to you is going to be aligned with those values and trust that. Trust yourself. Trust that you are not just some evil, selfish person that if left to her own devices is going to just self-destruct and become totally selfish and destitute trust that what feels fun to you is what's going to be aligned with your values what feels fun not just As you're making your goals, but again, like I said with the first question, as you're making decisions moving into the coming weeks and months, my husband is taking a trip in February. He is going on a motorcycle trip from San Diego down the Baja Peninsula. He's leaving us for 12 days, (laughs) and he's doing it because it feels fun. It's something that he has always wanted to do. We have the means and the time to do it right now. And so he's doing it. And yeah, there's a little part of me that's like, oh gosh, this is going to be hard and he's going to be gone for so long and I'm going to be on my own. But you know what, when I embraced it and was able to go, no, I want him to live his dreams. I want him to live with no regrets. Then it's funny how everything else kind of fell into place. My parents are going to be able to come help me out. And in the end, I'm going to get to go down there and be with him for a couple of days yeah it's a risk and yeah it you know has some cost involved on all aspects of it but it's aligned with his values and it's aligned with mine and it's us creating the life that we truly want to live and that's enough reason to do it so what feels fun and the final question is, what is your body saying "hell yes" to? I recently finished reading Hillary McBride's book, *The Wisdom of Your Body*, and I can not recommend that book enough. It was incredible. It's something that I'm going to be talking about more in the coming weeks and months because I'm learning so much about embodiment and the work that I do is a lot about how our thoughts change the way that we feel, change the way that we show up, and create the results that we get in our lives. That's the training that I have with my coaching. But an interesting perspective that she brings in this book is how when we have an embodied experience of something, it also changes the way that we think, and it changes those neuropathways in our brain. And I'm all about anything that can bring change and transformation in our lives, and so one of the things that I've started to practice is actually listening to my body and working with my body and feeling that hell yes in my gut and actually going with it. Now, all of these questions that I'm presenting to you, what do you really want? What feels fun? What is your body saying hell yes to? They're all basically the same question in different words, but I know that different language resonates with different people. And each of these questions is going to bring up different things for each of us. So I think they're all really powerful. But as you're sitting down to make your goals for 2022, what feels like a hell yes to you? Does it feel like a hell yes to join that membership, that gym membership, that coaching membership? Does it feel like a hell yes to join that mastermind? Does it feel like a hell yes to go on that trip, to reach out for that new relationship? What feels like a hell yes? And not just as you're setting your intentions and your goals, but when you're making decisions, when new opportunities come up, when you have to decide between this or that, what feels like a hell yes in your gut, What is your body saying? Is your body saying yes or is your body saying no? I want you to stop just right now and think about the last time that you made a decision that felt like a hell yes. What did that actually feel like in your body? Just close your eyes, maybe put a hand on yourself, on your chest or your stomach, and just think about that time that you had a hell yes inside of you. What did that feel like? Was there energy? Was there warmth? Was there a stirring? Was there a tightness or, or um, a loosing? What did it actually feel like? To me, a hell yes feels like expansion. It feels like my heart is growing and my chest is cracking open and my arms are lifting and everything is just opening. That's what a hell yes feels like to me. Now I want you to think about what does a hell no feel like in your body? What does it feel like in your stomach, in your chest, in your arms, in your legs, in your neck, in your shoulders, in your head? Does it feel like a tightening, contracting, a closing? Pay attention to what your body is saying. Pay attention to that part of you that knows the, the knowing that you have, the intuition that you have. Call it the spirit inside of you. Call it love. Call it truth. That thing inside of you that knows. I don't know if you've ever experienced this where you, I'm a mom of three and many of you are moms I know as well. And, and you have this thought like, oh, my kid's going to fall down the stairs. And then you go to the stairs and they trip and you are there to catch them. That's happened to me so many times. I'll be at the park and and I'll be like, I think they're going to slip and I'll stand up and put my arms out and they'll slip. There's, there's this intuition inside of us, this knowing, this spirit that is guiding us and leading us and nudging us and prompting us. And so often we silence it and we've been silencing it for so long because we've been shooting ourselves. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't say this. I shouldn't go there. I shouldn't make that decision. And every time we should ourselves, we quiet the voice of our own wisdom, of the divine inside of us that is always leading and guiding us towards goodness and love. And so this year, my final challenge to you is to ask your body what it is saying hell yes to and then listen and what it is saying hell no to, and honor that. And to no longer be divided spirit and soul against body, but to become one in yourself and to live in a way that is aligned body, soul, and spirit. If you need support, or you want a community or you are looking for accountability in your life it is time to come join life launch it's amazing all that you can get from listening to free resources like this podcast or attending a free webinar or following me on Instagram and listening to my stories but what you can get when you actually get coaching when all these principles and ideas become practical in your own life when you start to see how it intersects in your life and your decisions it's going to accelerate your growth it's going going to accelerate your results. And so if you are ready to stop sitting back and watching and listening, and you are ready to actually take action and make waves and make 2022 a year of no regrets, a year of impact, a year, the best year of your life, then come join Lifeline. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborzma.com. We'll see you next week.